0: Hope you're all having a great day. My name is Panos, and today I had a question from a good friend of mine. His name's Rami, and he's moving into a new home over the next week or so. And his question is, a moving house, any tips? What should I do um, so we can make it a smooth transition? Number one. Number two is that we don't have any issues that can be, um, that will arise. And also, because um, I know his dog Ghost quite well, so, I had some really good questions to ask him and he had some really good answers to come back at me and I thought this would be a great um, opportunity to make an episode out of this on the podcast because a lot of people are moving, a lot of people make the same mistake over and over again. Actually, I did see a client um, through Zoom throughout the week and she had a very similar situation. So um, first thing, roommate. Sorry, I'm just adding to my list as things come on. I have to jot these down, otherwise I may forget. So one good thing about moving house and moving to a new property is that you get to time to start fresh. Anything that you do starts fresh in that new property. Obviously, habits have been set in stone from before, however, before moving. So whatever it is, if your dog suffers like toilet training issues, separation distress, or you know runs out the front gate, all these sort of situations that, or even like jumping on visitors, or you know lack of house rules so going into a new environment means that we can set things up the way that we want them straight away and that could be really really handy so things that we go through today you should jot these down if you're moving or i will probably you probably asked me and now I'm going to refer you to this episode of the podcast so I don't have to talk about it again. So, um, so I want you to jot a few of these things down. Number one is you want to keep up the rules that you were doing before. So if you have started doing some dog training and understanding that you want more structure in your dog's life and that your dog understands that being in your house is a privilege to be in our house and then – we teach our dogs the rules and the boundaries. No jumping on couches and beds unless we invite you up certain places and certain rooms or going upstairs, you're not allowed. Setting these boundaries, whatever boundaries that you have, stay on your place, on your bed until I release you. Whatever it is that you have, I want you to be able to be keeping that consistency and especially if you seem like, you seem like your dog really knows what to do knows everything in your house, but then you move to a new place and you slacken off because you just assume that, yeah, he knows not to do that, but then he starts to show those behaviours, that's where we can um, fall back. So, for example, If your dog can stay on his bed for let's just say 20 minutes until you release him off while you guys are having dinner or whatever and in the in the more recent months you've eased up on that because at home he doesn't normally do it i'd be revisiting that training going to the new environment hey buddy this is our new dining table location and you still do these you still follow these rituals that will eventually become the, the habits over time so, bed command, you want to keep that up as much as possible. We don't run through doorways, through gateways. Remember, moving houses means that the environment's different. You're, if you live in a townhouse and there's a shared driveway and there's a gate, your dog barging at the front door isn't a problem right now, but the place you're going to move to in the next couple of weeks or months means that your front door is directly on the highway or the, or the very busy road. So not letting your dog dog run through doorways and waiting to be let out and improving your recalls and all that stuff. Practicing it now or keep up rules. So you should have all these things as far as I'm concerned. Um, However, practice these things, keep them up and be practicing them in your new place. So that way they're we're not waiting for problems to arise, where your dog becomes opportunistic, we're moving house, we slacken off, things aren't in the right place, lots of people are coming and helping, and this is where situations happen. It's these transitional times. It's, we're not fully moved in, we're half moved in, we stay in here for two days a week, while we help, you know, set things up and paint the room or whatever. And it's where we can slacken off. So make sure that you're keeping up with the rules and showing that you're showing your dog that this is a new place that we live remember a house is a dwelling it's a building a home is a place where we live we want to teach our dog that the new these new walls that we live inside is our home and this is how we do it and he's going to realize very quickly hey it's the same rules as where we were just before and you'll say yes because it's our new home so that's number one number two would be if you're crate training your dog keep up with crate training if you know that you're going to be moving in let's just say that. You've done crate training for the first year, year and a half. Every night he went to sleep in his crate and now things have eased up a little bit. Your dog's taller, trained, doesn't destroy the house. He's happy to sleep next to you on the bed. Cool. Happy for you. However, I would revisit crate training for the next couple of weeks before you do move. So that way they're moving to the new place. You have him in his crate. We do that for two months, three months, maybe even shorter depending on how your dog adjusts. And then we can open up those freedoms over time. So... um. So, if you do crate train, keep that up, but also, does your dog know how to spend time on their own? So, if you're living in a house and then you're going to move into an apartment, how what's that transition like? You used to have a big backyard, now you have your dog on the balcony um, or sharing a certain space. And so, basically, the, the t- um, my notes here says, have a do- allocate a dog area. Make sure that you have an area for your dog already established before you've moved in. Is it the backyard? Is it the balcony shared to the laundry? Is it the laundry with an exercise pen connected? It, where is it that your dog's going to be? So clients that I just spoke to recently moved into a new place from the house, the apartment they were living in. There was still a little bit of barking issues, but in the lorikeets, the birds that would come real close to the, the tree, the dog would bark at them and things like that. But now moving to the new house, they're living, their house is backed up right onto a busy road. They've got um, a fence up so like, the dog can't get out. But now the dog's barking 24-7. Having the conversation with my client showed that there is no structure in this house. The dog's just running free, doing whatever she wants. And there's there is no structure for her to be following. So what went from very restricted living to now full on everything's happening living. And the problem with that means that now your dog's gonna start to show undesirable behavior. So the first thing that I showed that, that I discussed with her is that your dog needs to have a place to be. Whether it's one of the rooms with an exercise pen when you guys are out for work, that's where she hangs out. These are a backyard balcony a backyard is where is it that you want your dog to be but letting your dog just run free in the house and displaying undesirable behaviors because a new environment can cause stress and conflict which means then they start to bark and pace and chew the couch and shit on your couch and everything else that you don't want and these things generally happen so have the structure in place have your management in place all the things that we talk about have them in place to begin with And then as time goes on in your new place, we can open up those freedoms again. So that way they were all comfortable and happy. Making sure that you proof that yard and the inside of your house 100%. I mean, I don't want a dog going over, through or under any fences or gates. So making sure that everything you do is super secure. If you're going to secure the side gate or the side fence rather, instead of putting a couple of bricks, dig a hole under the under the or dig a trench rather underneath the fence line and fill it up with with um cinder blocks or cement or timber sleepers rather than oh there's a couple of holes so I put a brick there because your dog digs around the brick and gets out then you put a bigger brick three bricks twenty bricks your dog starts can will continue to try your dog will cause injury trying to get out through stress Or maybe in the new place that you live in, there's a couple of mice that run through the night and one of them runs under the fence and your dog is super um, excited and motivated to chase and will try their best to get out. So make sure that everything that you do is super fortified, so strong that your dog doesn't even try and I've um, I've mentioned that a few times on the podcast about when I first moved into our place here before I even looked after anyone's dog. I made sure that the whole yard is so strong and so all the fence lines were um, were strong and dogs couldn't get through. I put two gates up along my driveway. So two gates need to be open for dogs to run out. Um, I dug trenches under every single fence and I put real thick bits of timber. So the dog has a really deep dig deep to go under, which is very, very unlikely and hasn't happened here. And, and I had all of those in place as well, which was really important because I don't want to have to try to find a dog or Try to rush my dog to the vet because he got stuck between the color bond fence or cut himself on the on the um, the, the tin sheets and things like that. So all, all of these things I've seen over and over again, and hopefully my experience can become lessons for you guys, so you don't have to repeat them. If you're going to move in with a roommate, make sure that you're choosing the right roommate. Make sure that everyone's on board. Hey, this is what we do with my dog. This is where my dog stays. My dog has issues. Um, you crate him until I get home or have him in the yard and make sure that everyone's on board with the routines and structures of, of you and your dog's life. Inconsistencies. Don't just create untrained dogs. Inconsistencies can create um, uh, dogs biting people or other dogs, dogs running away and other undesirable behaviours like your roommate forgot to put the dog in the yard and your dog went through the rubbish bin and swallowed the wrong thing and now your dog's rushed to the vet, potentially can be fatal to them. Little things make such a big difference. So, have a set of rules um, probably or have the discussion and, and Be there, coach them through it, and don't trust them too quickly. Maybe you need um to make sure that and make sure that it's a that you're adamant about it for you, your sake, not just their sake or for your dog's sake. And that way there then everyone can take you seriously and will listen to you. Another thing I would say as well is if you have any issues and you know you're moving, maybe the place that you move to will have to be suited somewhat towards your dog. And you know, think about it. If you can't afford a certain place for your dog, do like have these in mind when you're looking for a place, unless you're going to re- rehome your dog or, or you're moving your dog on somewhere else. Um, you got to take into consideration what your place is like and what you're comfortable with living and what you're sa- willing to sacrifice. Cause moving from a house with a massive yard into an apartment can be really hard for your dog. And you need to make sure that you put the systems in place so that your dog can have a comfortable adjustment through it, whether you take two weeks off work to make sure that your dog gets used to being in certain areas. Another thing as well, because my friend does work from home, I said, as soon as you move into this new place, because remember, he was living at his existing home when he got Ghost, so we put the structures in place, crates and exercise pens. and he do all that. The separation. You're, the puppy wasn't. Lear- um, Ghost wasn't right next to Rami's leg all day, every day. And I made sure that that was a, that. And I made it clear to him not to do that, so that we don't have any um, separation distress. Ghost is completely comfortable in his in his crate and completely comfortable being in the backyard with the door closed. But now, maybe let's say in the last couple of months, he's had less of those times. Let's just say hypothetically. And Rami, I know you're listening. um, I know that you're not doing this, but let's just say we've slackened off, we let the dog do whatever, and then we move to the new home, still working from home. My dog hangs out with me all day every day for six weeks and then one day I'll go to that wedding and I'm in, gone for an extended period of time. You're chucking the dog in the backyard and then he becomes stressed. So make sure that, all right, we're, we're, we're relocating furniture. Ghost, you need to stay outside. I'm closing the door. Hey, buddy, you're going in your crate so do these things right from the beginning. Make a separation distress for, for being in a new place is one of the common issues that and barking for attention. I'm going to stop there because I can, I can continue going through this. Everything is quite connected, but those are the main, main points that I wanted to get out there for you guys. So check that out. If there's any questions, if you need me to um, answer anything or clarify anything, let me know and we'll see what we can do. And I hope this episode was well received. I think it was, um, it was quite fitting because actually the last couple of weeks I've had a lot of clients just moving to a new place or about to move to a new place. So, is something that I'm going to pass on to them. And if you have any friends that are moving house, pass this episode on because hopefully they can find some beneficial tips and techniques. Much love. Until next time, thanks again for listening, guys. Really appreciate you all. And if you are moving house, congratulations and good luck with it all. All right, guys. See you. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Life With Your Dog. Please share with your friends if you're enjoying our podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help others find the show. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook, Life With Your Dog Podcast. My name is Panos and to keep up with my dog training adventures, tips and techniques, you can find me on Instagram at np__dog__training, my website npdogtraining.com or my YouTube channel, Nutris Poochers. Thanks for listening guys. My name is Luke. If you'd like to find out more about my dog training services, you can find me at www.kizuna, that's K-I-Z-U-N-A, uh, I'm also on Instagram at Training. Thanks again and we'll see you next time.